pensioned veterans, and everyone who's ready to change their lives. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. Join your host, Marine Corps-trained motivator, Christina Silva, as she connects with experts, innovators, and military heroes. Now, let's get started. Here is Christina Silva. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show for an eccentric and unique episode that is surely going to make you think about spirituality and your beliefs of what you can and cannot do. And joining us are two experts that know about miracles, triumphs, travail, and success through higher education. Dr. Elizabeth Small was born in Jersey City and served 25 years in the United States Army, in HR, and as a recruiter, and in her perfect position at the Pentagon. Upon retiring in 2005, Dr. Small shares her life experiences and what she's learned about trusting God in her new book, The Doors That God Opens. Joining her will be our higher education returning guest expert, Janice Neal, director of Western Military Campuses of Webster University. This is going to be a great show, and we'll start with Dr. Small's testimonial about her lifetime friend, Janice Neal. Welcome, and take it away, Dr. Small. Everything works out for its good. So with Janice Neal being the center of the joy of what God has brought together, he connected me with Christina Janice, and it's only we don't want to take credit for it. We want to give God all the glory and all the praise because Janice and I have been knowing each other for over 20 years and we have stayed in touch. And that's only through God. We have stayed in touch through God and through that. Janice has never forgotten me. I have kept Janice abreast of all of the great and wonderful things that God has done for me. And when there was a need in the time and the season for Janice and I to be doing what we're doing for Miss Silva, it came together. So all glory and honor to praise. And thank you again, Miss Silva, for having me on your show today. Well, we want the world to know on Voice America's Variety Channel platform, the Christina Silva Show is proud to bring you unashamedly and on purpose, the experts that know that God is leading the country, no matter the leadership, into the final days where your true purpose will be burned into consecration. And that is why we're so happy to have experts that care about giving life testimonial, their works, their military careers of over 25 years, and degrees to the doctoral level in theology with divinity. Now we're going to hear from our next special guest, Janice Neal, a testimonial about who the true Elizabeth Small is from youth to the educational platform. Janice? Well, first, Ms. Silva, thank you so much for having me on your show. It's always a pleasure to be with you. And um, Ms. Small, Dr. Small, is just a, a keen person. She's just the apple of my eye. We've known, Like she said, we've known each other for over 20 years, and she has always had a special part in my heart because uh, I could tell back 20 years ago that she was a catalyst <laughs> for change, that she was a go-getter. Um, she, she's a, a very petite lady, but very powerful you know, just in her voice and uh, in, in her stature, you know, she, you knew that she was a person that was uh, leveling up, going to greater grades and higher heights. And I agree with her when she said that there's a season for everything under the sun and God mm-hmm. puts that purpose in that season in our hearts. And this is our season. Uh, and so we include you, Miss Silva, with, with pleasure. 
Thank you so yes. much. As in military hierarchy and also governmental leadership hierarchy, our Jehovah God, the most high God, creator of the universe is a government. And he establishes and predestines those that will have a voice for him to rise up in the community when there's complete pandemonium, when there is an attack and when there is a pandemic at hand, he will bless the chosen. And this show is designed on improvisation with talking points that ebb and flow into his glorious nature and will. So I'm so honored to have Dr. Elizabeth Small and our educational expert for over five years, Janice Neal. She's a returning featured guest joining us to help empower you to find out how to write your own book and to use the story of your life, the most deep, dark moments unto the brightest moments of your future you may not even know today. Because when God opens doors, no man can shut them. We want to start the show like we always do, remembering across the world those that ever have served, those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice, and those that are deployed for our nation's freedom. We are a democracy. So Dr. Small, without further ado, Janice and I want to agree with you to anoint the show with a prayer with our men and women in uniform and in arms in our hearts. Go ahead, Dr. Small. Father God, in the name of Jesus, first giving you honor and glory today. And I want to let everyone know that this is the day that you have made and let us rejoice and be glad in it. Father God, we just ask right now in the name of Jesus that you cover the soldiers in international and domestic, Father God, that you be a fence around them, a consuming fire that no weapon forms against them shall prosper. Father God, in the name of Jesus, just cover them and touch them. Give them the peace that they need, Father God. Be their Jehovah Jireh, their provider. Be their Jehovah Shammah, their peace. Be their Jehovah that just walks with them, talk with them. And Father God, we just ask that you to be their comforter in the name of Jesus. Father Father God, we know that you will never leave us nor forsake us. So we say, Father God, for the ones that don't know you, Father God, just touch their spirit right now and let them know that you are with them, Father God. Be that small, still, small voice in their ear. But Father, most of all, let the peace of God rest upon them. Father God, we just ask that you pray for even them and their families that's worried about them, that's concerned about them at such a time as this. But Father God, let them know that they serve you in this country, America, the great United States of America, and they are protected. And we give you all praise, honor, and glory because the Holy Spirit is already in this room, in this place in this Zoom and around them and with them, walking with them, talking with them and guiding them. And we want to give you all praise, honor and glory for your name. Amen, amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you. And may God bless America truly. And we just want to say to our 117th congressional audience, when they prayed in front of national global audiences. We will never be mocked as Americans. We are Americans and in God we trust. We not trust. Brahma, not any other God can supersede the almighty Jehovah Alpha and Omega God. I just wanted to make that clear because there's so much news and media that we're being fed. We don't know what to believe, Dr. Small. And with Janice and I, we talk every day about current affairs, but from an educational standpoint, how can we educate the listeners today through your story about how to know which little voice we should be listening to. So let's get started with some of the highlights from your book. Tell us about the name of your book, your book signing, and what motivated you to write it. 
Well, I have three parts here. So my book, I have to tell you, the book in itself is really should have been two books. I have a nephew that always believed in me coming from Jersey City, which is a great city close to New York. It borders Manhattan. The city is moving and jumping. It is so much going on. And, you know, I decided to join the military at the age of 18. And once I made it in the military, my oh, my God, auntie. You got stationed at the Pentagon. You should write a book from the project to the Pentagon. But, you know, it wasn't the time yet because we have to still wait on the Lord Jesus Christ to give us the unction and the move to move when he called us, not when humanity tells us to do it, when God, the Holy Spirit, come in and tell us what to do. So next, what happens? God sends me on to get this awesome education. I I, I hope and I know we're going to talk about how I went through my educational journey, because that's a miracle in itself. See, when you are serving the most high God miracles, you you won't even be able to explain the miracles that God has for you because you can't even believe it. I'm, I'm still tapping myself today on the shoulder saying, who are you? Because it, I'm, I'm still in awe of myself. <laughs> but going back to the book. So the, so finally, the day came that God said, I want you to write a book. And I started playing around with, I I had titles before I even had chapters. And the book said, The Doors That God Opens. And then, y'all, I'm not kidding you. This is so exciting. Don't don't make me get too excited. My dissertation, the title of my dissertation is Attributes, Barriers, and Context for Employment and Reengagement for Individuals with Disabilities. Should I say resilience? If I didn't, if resilience for individuals with disabilities. And God said, boom, I said, what? And that's when the title of the book came, The Doors That God Opens, How Resilience, Resilience and Determination Led to a Doctrine. It, is, it doesn't matter how you start. It's what is a, a, a important how you finish. And I may have had a, seem like, it seemed like a difficult start. I thought it was difficult, but during my life, I found out it was a great life. But to me, it was a very difficult life growing up in a project. You know, sometimes maybe for Christmas, I only got one thing or my mom maybe had to go somewhere and, you know, make sure my grandmother and my aunt making sure that I had the things I needed, but I got them. OK, but still in all, I still felt it was a hard time for me. But God did it for me. At 18, I decided to join the military and it goes on and on. But the book in itself is just a good book because it talks about resilience, how I in myself had to choose God. So first we got to choose a choice to first do what? Serve God. And don't leave out my grandmother was praying for me. So if you a grandmother right now, make sure that you're praying for your grandchildren. I don't care what it looked like, how it starts. It's about how they're finished. And if you was to ask my grandmother, she was living. She said to me one day when I was in seminary, it's when I got my Masters of Divinity, she said, and I could see her like shaking my head, who would have ever thought it would have been you? Because I tell y'all, I had a rough start. They held me back in the first grade. (laughs) I was stubborn. I, I had every label that was the least likely to succeed. But I'm going to tell you, the words that come out of people's mouth don't supersede the purpose that God has for you here on this earth. His purpose for me to be 
wants to for me to be Dr. Elizabeth Marie Small. And that's who I am. But we must walk in our purpose according to the will of God. So it's about choice. So I chose God. And man, oh man, I don't know how far we're going to go in this book. But if we go far enough, you'll see how God has blessed me. And I bounce back from every negative thing that was set up, up against me by the devil. I'm going to say it right now because he thought he was going to steal me. But God, with my choice, I went right on with God. And so in this book, there's a lot of things. I hope I answered your questions, Miss Silver, because I once I get to talking about God and I, I just start going God's way. So just keep me on. And if I missed it, just tell me to answer this part and I'll be right there. I hope I answered it. I am just overflowing with 120 pages of the energy that was flying off the pages of the Apple book, not the hardback book of your written work. And I feel energized right now. I feel unspeakable joy, hope in such a disdainful, dismayed and true world of calamity that is promised in 2021 to us to even grow worse. And listening to you saying that you actually surrender to the Lord, you had to go through such bumps, trials and tribulations, such mm -hmm. as teen pregnancy, smoking mm -hmm. cigarettes at 14, oh. drinking and being questioned if you love God with a cigarette on a break in the U.S. Army uniform to holding yourself back years later at the Pentagon when the lady said, who are you and you aren't qualified for the job? You said, please put in my promotion package to Master Sergeant. So I want you to back it in. But first, we're going to let the audience know that wherever God leads, there is always a witness. Can I get an amen? We're going to hear from an amen that has graduated hundreds and thousands of students with their master's degrees, undergraduates, and amongst the only military campus with a centennial history of excellence, Janice Neal, <laughs> the dependent of a U.S. airman who stands up in her boots next to you saying, yes, she's telling the truth. So audience of listeners on the Christina Silva Show, Educating Our Veterans Live, I've been on my knees throughout my life and reading the book, so many of the stories were consistent because God is the creator of each and every finger line print on your palm, every yes, hair on yes. your head. If you're listening and you don't know it's true, he's the savior that gives you COVID-19 to survive from or to come to heaven from. And no one is the judge. No one is the director and nobody is the boss except for God. So if you're in some sort of saddle bag, on a horse, a motorcycle, or on a military engine called a tank, you can reach out to God in the deepest dark of the deserts of the Middle East, and he will be the same God in Los Angeles, Las Vegas, and Maryland. So just listen to Janice Neal, and she's going to confirm some of the red-top stubbornness Miss Elizabeth exhibited <laughs> on the streets of St. Louis. Take it away, Miss Janice. Who do we have here today? We have someone that has the uh, tenacity, that has the intelligence, that can stand up in a pair of stilettos as well as put on her boots and walk forward in life. So a lot of things that she just mentioned, I mean, it's so um, poignant that she talked about the process and the season and how she was guided and steered 
by God's hand on what to do. Each one of us have our own story. And each one of us in reading her book can see themselves in her story. And that's what makes it great to be able to bring it all home and say, if she did it, so can I. Because that's what gets a lot of us through things. We'll see someone else that did it or that have uh, aspired to be in a certain place. And we look at them and we say, wow, if she did it, then I can do it. Uh, and that goes for, for my story as well. When I was uh, trying to get my first undergraduate degree, had two small kids and uh, working full time and got to my last class. And my instructor, I, I didn't do well because there was so much going on in my life. And my instructor told me, I think I got a C. And he said, oh, that's OK. You're not going any forward, anywhere forward anyway. And that's what steerheaded me. That that voice out of his mouth, those words, I just dug my heels into the ground and I said, I'll show him. And that catapulted me into my bachelor's degree, my two master's degrees, working in higher education for almost 25 years and helping students that think they can't do it to show them, okay, do you take just take the first step? If you take that first step, I will guarantee you there will be a second step and a third step and a fourth step. And before you know it, you've completed that goal. So it's all about being ready and having a, a God-given purpose and having mm -hmm. the tenacity that Ms. Uh, Dr. Smalls had mm -hmm. and just the fervor and knowing that your steps are ordered by the Lord. Oh, amen. This is so great, ladies. Amen. Thank you, Janice. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Small, for joining us today. Today, we have a powerful Christina Silva show. It's filled with creative resiliency solutions from such a real standpoint. Our specialty is empowering the troops that are serving to educate, purchase homes, get employment, and look for higher jobs that they may want to acquire in uniform and as they begin to retire. And for those disabled American veterans, my heart is with retirees and those that are fellow disabled American veterans, because that is your capability, mm -hmm. weakness. The Marine Corps calls it pain is weakness leaving the body. God turns pain into the pleasure of your trust in him. He truly Amen. takes the tears of bereavement and those of losses and those of the things in the world and the uncertainties of today's world. And if you have lost your EDD payments and you're looking for a job or you wanna change careers, don't be defeated because in this next segment, we're gonna know that God is opening doors in 2021 even yes. if they do a rolling blackout or if they turn off the internet or they take away your cell phone, you can reach out to the pages of your paper Bible. They call it Amen. the daily guidebook in the military. So mm -hmm. Dr. Small, we want to hear you tell us about your military career. It's 25 years long, but you're actually a well-educated HR professional and you desire to be a recruiter. I just want to know what happened to you in basic and the tears you cried to come home while you were training and what your mama told you to make you complete it and stay for 25 years in our United States Army. Oh my God. I hope I don't cry during this segment. I hope you do. Uh, uh, well, it was this time in my life that I'm, I'm just going to have to add a little bit. It was, I was 16 years old and I, you know, although I grew up in a project, my mother had an expectation. It was something that was, my mother was from Greenville, South Carolina, and my grandmother migrated up north because she said she didn't want her kids to grow up in Jim Crow. That's just being honest. And so, but there, there was a saying in my family, every, the next generation have to be better than the previous generation. 
And I was like, well, how I know I'm not, that's not going to happen for me because he, I done had a baby at 16 years old. My mother did have me at 15. So I thought, I thought that having this baby, I was just going to be home. And my mother said, no, you're not, you're not going to be here. You're going to go to school and you're going to get your high school diploma and you're going to college. And I said, college, mom, you said, did you really say college? So um, one day uh, there was the Marine, uh, the Marine Corps, the Air Force and the Army recruiters in the school. And we were they were coming around and it was time for the seniors to go. Oh, I missed the part. I got to tell you, I returned back to school after having a baby in the 10th grade. My mother ensured I turned back to school, returned back to school, and she kept my baby. That's the love of my mother, y'all. We ain't the love of my mother. We not good. My mother loved me so much, I still feel her right now like she's coming down from heaven, wrapping her arms around me. But she made sure that I was going to go to college or somewhere and that's the way it is. So I was walking. I went and spoke with the recruiters. I ran home. I said, mommy, mommy. And she was like, well, I said, I found something to do after college. And she was like, what is that? I said, I can join the Air Force because I really originally wanted to join the Air Force. But the Air Force told me I couldn't leave for a whole year. My mother said, that's not going to happen. You have to leave here. So I said, well, let me try the other one. So I found out that I could go in the Army Reserves first and I have to come back home in six months. Now, most people would say, well, who's going to keep your baby? My mother's love was so strong and so supportive. I never thought twice about it. I knew that my mom would keep my baby to ensure my success. And that is what happened. I joined the Army Reserves, but I don't know where I thought I was going. I think I thought I was going to a, some kind of resort for, for They told me I wasn't coming back to Christmas. I had my high heel shoes on. I was dressed <laughs> up and I had my I had two suitcases going to basic training. Thank God they have changed the way they recruit now because I became an army recruiter. But back in 1981, they didn't give you a video first. You just went. And when I got there, I was walking kind of cute. And this young lady just said, um, you're going to have a hard day. Do you want my sneakers? And I started looking around and, and no one was screaming yet. They wasn't screaming yet, y'all. We was just getting off the bus. And next thing I knew, I knew, thank God she gave me those sneakers. They made me run and throw those bags and the bags were bigger than me. I was only about 95 pounds and I was already crying. I was like, what did I get myself into? I want to talk to my mother. And then they, they you know what, they, they tricked us. They let us smoke a little bit for the first uh, four weeks because we had to go home. So I just said, I know I don't care when I go home. My mom is going to let me stay home because I'm going to tell her that it's so bad here. It's too hard. It's cold outside. My fingers are cold. My toes are cold. I'm outside freezing all day, all night. And they make us walk in these hard boots and we walk in the mud and we run in the boots. And it was like, what in the world did I sign up for? This is not what I thought I was getting myself into. Oh, my God. It's not like that today, y'all. The new generation. I know you're running sneakers, right? And little nice, little cute shorts and a, and a nice, and they keep you warm. It's not. It wasn't that way in 1981. Just want to let you know. So I just knew when I went home on Christmas break, I said, Ma, Ma, I can't go back. And she was like, what are you talking about, baby? I said, Ma, I can't go back. I said, it's really, really hard. And she said, Red. That's my nickname, y'all. I'm sorry. My nickname, but my mom called me Red Top. So she said, Red Top, you going back. 
And I was like, huh? But Ma just told you about what they, she said, Red, if you quit this, you will quit the rest of your life. She said, you have to go back. Y'all, I cried again. So I did return and I'm not going to tell stories. I cried every single night, but I can always hear my mother's voice saying you cannot quit. And I'm going to tell y'all that same philosophy has traveled through my entire life. Whatever I started, I finished. Amen to that. Thank you, mom. That's incredible. I have beautiful pictures of you in your uniform going up the ranks as a female in the 80s. I too ran in boots in yes. Harris Island. I have bunions to this day and a disability rating percentage for the damage done out of yes. those dang boots. The but there's dang something boots. about standing up in our boots that I want Janice to describe in you so that the listeners can get a graphic visual of your stamina, persistence, resistance, and also of your humanity that you had emotions, anger, crying, what you didn't want to do. And then we're going to get around to the final part of the gift of the highlights of serving in the army with your comrades. Janice, when you say stand up in your boots, you told it to me once when I was on a low seeking a DOD position for eight years, I had to volunteer. And you would say, girl, it's only year number five. Keep on volunteering. You're going to get the job someday. What does that slogan mean to you and how did you rear the slogan and who does it pay homage to? Well, thank you, Ms. Silva. So many times we want to give up right when the blessing is right there in our reach. And we just don't want to push to grab that blessing and hold on to it. But when I'm a um, dependent, my dad was retired Air Force and when he would come home, he would have his boots. And as a little girl, I loved to put his boots on, but they were so heavy and big, I couldn't stand up in them. I mean, I would chug and try to fold over and roll on the floor and try to get up in those boots. And he would pick me up and he said, he would say, stand up in those boots. And so as I got older, when things got more difficult and I would cry and, you know, I can't, can't do this. I didn't get accepted here. And he would just look at me and mine was red, but mine was dirty red. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he, he would say stand up in those boots and I knew exactly what he meant to put together that tenacity that resilient spirit uh, all of that strength that you have and push it into those boots and stand mm -hmm. up and be proud and so that's what I my, my handle is stand up, stand up in those boots and it just reminds me to just push forward give it all yes. you have don't it, it's okay to cry but don't let mm -hmm. those tears become your answer or your resolve. Use yes. them to build your strength and to build yourself up to go forward. Well, fans in the wow. military, we always Amen. live for the reward system. And we also live for the naked truth. We live for mm -hmm. the parental guidance and also from our leadership of which way to go. And there are 25 principles in the amazing book that, the doors that God opens will show you that you can apply to your life. Mm. The military makes public some of their resiliency techniques. And I happen to be an army trained resiliency training assistant. I 
was able to speak about my story before 300 army mates of the Los Angeles Rough Riders Battalion. And I would like to salute Miss Elizabeth for her army service and also Miss Janice, who's with us today as a featured SME subject matter expert that higher education is the key to knowing that military families are also serving. They pay the same sacrificial price it costs to keep our nation free willingly. They love their parents and they endear their parents from their camis to their civvies, especially in their boots. Dr. Small, let's talk about some of the references in your book the Army gives you with resiliency principles so that we can take Janice's account, my account, and your account and make it into a whole system for civilians to understand, along with military families we're saluting today. So the resilience that the military gave me, we, we were, um, I am so indebted to the military for how they took care of me. The military did just great things for me. First of all, they connected me with a family. And, and, they, and I just, I can't leave out some parts, you know, talking about the resilience of what the military did for me without giving them credit for when my mom, my best friend, the, my lover, went to be with God. I truly can say the army took care of me and my family because I truly believe I don't remember being here for the time I put my uniform every day I put my uniform on every day I went to work every day I ran my two and three miles every day however I don't remember some of that time but I went to my counseling. They made sure my husband and my children went to school. Everything worked out. And I, I do believe that if I was a civilian during the time that I lost my mom because I had to go home for over 40 something days and then return in the condition that I was in, who knows what would have been my outcome. But what the Army did for me was put me back together piece by piece my heart, my mind, that I was able to move along because I really thought that I was going to uh, just do uh, three active duty years and return home to be with my love of my mother. But it didn't work out that way. So I decided to stay in the military. And I tell you, due to all the things that was occurring in my life, I was able to bounce back again from the death of my mom the death of people telling me what I couldn't do. And every time somebody would tell me what I could not do, I did it. And, you know, sometimes they say, watch who you step on, on your way up, because you never know who you're going to meet on your way down. And if I could tell a story about there was a time I was stationed in a location, not to say location, so people could put this together, you never know. But I was in a location where I was subordinate to the individual. And that individual walked around like a good old little peacock. You'll find the story in my book, too. And the person walked around like a peacock. But, you know, me and my jovial, nice little self, I just do what I have to do. But I would say, let me see, maybe about seven years later, I was sitting in a nice high place, the highest place there could be, the United States Pentagon. Can y'all believe I went from the project to the United States Pentagon, the one that had those negative titles, the one that got left back in the first grade, the one that had a baby at 16, 
oh, wow, yes, I made it all the way to the Pentagon. <laughs> and the same peacock called the office. And I said, hello, Master Sergeant Small, how may I help you? And I guess they can, they recognize my voice. And the person said, is this Master Sergeant Small or Staff Sergeant Small from such and such a place? I said, this is she. They said, this is Mr. Such and Such. I said, yeah, in shock. When he came to see us about three months later, he said, how did you get here? I said, you got to ask God that. Because see, I know that nothing that has happened in my life, I'm sorry, y'all, did not happen without my grandmother's prayers first until I gave my life to Christ. And then my sacrifice, my surrender to love God with all my heart, soul, and mind. And I, remember, y'all, I wasn't perfect yet. You know, you know, you don't have to, the Bible say, come as you are. So you don't have to stop drinking, smoking, and doing all that stuff. He'll fix you up. Just remember, you don't have to fix yourself up. God will fix you up. And I'm going to tell you, because when I first gave my life to Christ, I was trying to figure out how to do a couple other things. But as you get closer and closer and closer and closer, he'll just remove them and you'll never even know they are gone. So I would say to you, resilience is who you are. And I know if you already, some people just have a great start and, and hallelujah, thank you for that. But there are some of us that just, you know, didn't have the best upbringing. Maybe for me, I felt I'm not, I don't want to blame the school district so much, but I know kids that like that go to nice schools. And even if they were a, a me in school, a C student or got left back, they're still very educated. I grew up in Jersey City where I'm going to be honest, the school district just is not up to par because I lived in a school district where the things were, you know, we didn't get the best textbooks and stuff. I'm just being honest, but God saw through all of it. It doesn't matter. You can have the worst textbooks. You, you, you can have it, everything stacked against you. Remember at the end of the day, as Miss Janice has said, it is your choice to go where you want to go because God has already given you your purpose when you left heaven to come to earth. Amen, Miss Silva. Back to you. Amen. Amen. Can I get an amen, Miss Janice? Amen, amen. Well, your friend, my referee to the Christina Silva Show, has truly blown up the place. She has ambushed us with God's word and clarity on her purpose. She has a triad platform to offer you. Her master degree excellence in certified life coaching, military transitional coaching, and she is definitely leading you to a career in the higher house of heaven. She helps yes. us to discover in just the radio show that there is a seed of purpose that was in you in the heavens before you were in the womb. You yes. have to believe that. Our government today is talking about scientific this, scientific that. Well, science is the trinity. Jesus, Jesus God, and God. the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. has comforted Dr. Elizabeth Small from the admission of teen pregnancy to her mother and grandmother, her biggest mentors. She lived with her sister who also had a baby. And she tells the story of how the marvelous light of her children led her to the magic man. But we're not talking about wizards and brahmas. We're talking about 
the magic man who has endured and been the apple and union of God's eye with Dr. Small, her husband. We're going to talk about family life with education because with Janice Neal and her former past presidency at the Council for College and Military Educators, Janice knows for sure that housing, health, gainful employment, and education is key. Dr. Small, tell us about 25 years of Army service, raising your children, loving your husband, moving around the country multiple times, and fighting for your collegiate credits to two master's degrees and a doctoral degree with the Army's assistance. And then tell them about the verse I'm about to read. Isaiah 54, 17 reads from the King James Version. I'm already getting chills. Isaiah 54:17 is a Bible verse that is standard and can be translated into your own personal military resilience. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So in the first segment of the show, you heard Dr. Elizabeth say, people judged her, told her she didn't belong. They cut down Miss Janice in St. Louis and told her she'd never get past a C and it didn't matter. Well, I've got two A students on the line who graduated <laughs> other military students on the line help them advocate, legislate, and empower them as the president of the Department of Defense's advocate, CCME Online. And Dr. Elizabeth Small is going to tell us and show us in her second book coming up why you can't be a quitter listening to The Christina Silva Show. We're educating our veterans live with this testimonial about faith, family, and fortitude. And who is our magic man? <laughs> well, I have two magic men now. It's amazing. I only had one when I was uh, 17 and I saw this nice chocolate man walk by called a magic man that has been with me for, we've been together about 40 years and in May we will celebrate our 38th anniversary. So now I've been on the earth for a couple of more years. I'm not going to tell y'all too much about it. But a couple of more years. So I have two magic men. Let me tell you, I got life made. I got Jesus. What? The one that died on the cross for my sins. And he and it says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper because what? I serve him. Okay. So all of that, y'all, I'm telling you, there's no Good way. Good afternoon. The Pentagon may help you. Okay. Okay. I, I don't even know why they didn't know. By then, I was already serving the Lord at the Pentagon. Don't do it because by then I, was just, I used to say to people in my mind, I used to be praying, please don't bother me because no weapon forms against me shall prosper. And if you dig a hole for me, you're going to fall in it. Please don't tell me what I can't be because it was also even there. But I'm going to tell that story. But let me tell you about the magic man and my two beautiful children that traveled. Oh, my my children. We moved. No. My, let's, 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 oh wait, my husband and I, we moved, and my son, we moved six times. And my husband, each and every time, packed his bags, kicking and screaming like my kids. <laughs> let's not leave that out. He wasn't saying, let's go, let's move, let's go, let's move. He was like, I'll move again, I'll move again. 
but that's like anybody that's moving with their spouse. And but he went each and every time he moved with me. He traveled with me. He went to church with me. He sang at the church with Janice. You ever remember Miss Janice when he would sing the songs in church? (laughs) (laughs) And the kids and that magic man has been my magic man and still my magic man. I love him so much. And I'm going to tell you, marriage. One thing my, my pastor, my apostle Cynthia have taught me. She said, it's a grace on your life to be a wife. So everybody remember that. It's not always peachy and creamy, but the wonderful thing is, is when you have a family, you commit it and you love God, you love family and everybody else the same way you love God. You know, you don't hold on to anything. There's forgiveness and God, it always say, don't go to bed upset, right? Get it all out during the day. And I'm going to give credit to my husband for that, the magic man, because it sure wasn't Elizabeth, Dr. Small, because the magic man kept it together because Dr. Small before Jesus and all that wouldn't have done what the magic man did. So we're going to give him the credit where it's due. And I thank him so much. And my, my, my son, we can't even leave him out. My son, and this is the fortitude of my son who went to three high schools in four years. That's serving the military. When you serve your country, everybody is moving, not just you everybody is moving. And so, wow, wow. Everybody is moving and everyone's affected. And my daughter and my daughter um, had a, a child and the move that hit me the hardest was when I got transferred and my daughter and my grandson didn't move with me. That was likely the hardest move. But let me tell you about that move. God moved me one year and I prayed so hard back in St. Louis again, right, Janice, for the second time. The next year, God pushed me back where I could be back with my daughter and my grandson. So that's why I know I serve a good, good God, because he will not leave me nor forsake me. And I don't know what weapon was trying to form against me, but I'm going to tell y'all, if you read the book, you'll find out what it was. It will not prosper because you got to read the book to find out everything about what's going on with the magic man and even just being in the military when things come up against you, it was a time my um, second go around into Missouri, when I got there, it was in my mind. I was like, God, why am I moving so late in my career? Because I really could have retired like maybe two years later, but okay. God didn't see fit. It wasn't my time yet. He moved me. And guess what? One thing about the military, wherever they tell you to go, you go. It's just the way it is. I think it's one of the best things ever. I think everybody needs to do three years in the military just to get some discipline. Because right now, the motivation and discipline, one thing I can give, again, the Army, because you see, I didn't want to go. So we're going to give my mother credit. But once I got there and did what I had to do, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just a different person and still a different person today. But when I got back to Missouri and I wanted to know why God was sending me back, I was like, God, why am I going back? And when I got there, it was time to um, look at my promotion packet. And I went to my um, superior and I said to her, I said, "Um, it's time for me to get my packet together. Can I have a couple of hours? And I'm not going to tell you. You want to talk about somebody like kicking you in the belly and you can't even say anything. 
I felt like she kicked me in the belly. She said, well, why are you even worried about that? You're not going to get promoted. I felt like somebody kicked me in the belly and I wish I could have punched her in the eye, but in the military, you can't do that. So I did my great little package. It was so wonderful, y'all. Guess who got promoted in the name of Jesus? Because who gives promotions? Uh, what is it? Psalm 75? In Psalm 75, it says, God gives promotion and promotion comes from above. Not from man, not from my friend, not from who I know, not from who I'm connected to, but God. And y'all, I wish y'all could have uh, saw her um, when it came down. I heard, they, someone told me, they said, they came to see your record. Oh, I said, I know they didn't know what God had already done for me because you wouldn't have said that. I mean, I did one hard tour, a combat tour with male engineers. I was the first female in with combat engineer males. And that's, that's considered uh, one of the, I mean, to do something like that. I, I was a little, you know, I was a little gun ho. I was a master fitness instructor. Yeah, I was a little fatigue, a little running, all of that. Oh, give me, all right. I was going to ask God to give me some of that back. You know, I'm getting a little older now, so the fastest <laughs> I don't have anything longer. But it's okay. I've done it, and I can say I did it. And it's, it's about that. But, yes, I made the rank, and I got transferred again. And you know what? It's another couple of those stories in there that let you know the miracle of when you serve God. I don't care what no one says about you, to you. You believe it. Because I don't know if, um, Miss Silva, if it's enough time to tell the story about smoking cigarettes. So you got to read the book about smoking cigarettes. Let me tell you, that's a life changer. That's before, that's when I started learning about Jesus. I was still, you know, smoking the cigarettes and drinking. But yes, I hope I answered your question again, Miss Silva. This is just so awesome. Oh, my God, I could do this all night with you. And you sure can, because I heard that you are a prayer warrior of sorts and had a recent shut-in night praying yes. for our yes. leadership and praying for the military, praying for the smallest desires of your heart, and God will give you the desires of your heart, oh, but God. not with travail and triumph. The book is yes. so enlightening. It tells you yes. the raw bones of grieving for years. Yes. To miss your mother, you will never get over it. I lost my mother recently, and I know because I'm great friends with Miss. Janice Neal. She has her mom in heaven with her dad as well. And we mm -hmm. just remember and hear their loving arms. We can feel their voices and the strength in the palm of their hands being my mama was a single parent and she raised us. And I have some of the statutes and Isaiah 54, 17 is one of them. And so is Psalms 23, um, mm -hmm. Matthew 17, 20. She used to always say, the faith of a mustard seed is enough to move a mountain. And she would just tell me, but every morning on that dang motorcycle, she would say, go forth. There's such <laughs> powerful references we can rely upon, but the one that is living that no religion can do without is being laced with the truth of the living word of God, no matter the translation. So at this Amen. closing of the show, I am so Fretful to have to let you go. This hour will not stop what has hit the airwaves of the truth in your book. So I am so excited to offer the fans to get Dr. Elizabeth Small's book from Amazon, Apple eBooks, and also from her website. I will give you a chance to visit crsmultimedia.com and www.dr.elizabethsmall.com. When you get to her site, 
You can ask her about military transition. You can sign up for her news. And you can also, in confidence, talk to her about even your disability if you served in the military. Now, Ms. Janice is going to take us out with an offering about higher education from high school to junior college and a plan to get your own graduate degree at Webster University unto your master's. Take it away, Ms. Janice. Thank you, Christina. Well, you know, education is key. Uh, my, my parents and grandparents always said it's something that no one can take from you, that it is yours. And so I implore everyone, all of our veterans, our active duty, our dependents uh, and, and spouses to look into your benefits for your educational goal. Don't put it off to tomorrow. Do it for today. And to seek, and like I said, seek and ye shall find, seek out your programs, seek out the university. Of course, I'm biased to Webster University. We have over 40 years of military education experience, and we have over 100 campuses domestically and internationally. And so seek out the program that you desire, seek out a great counselor, someone that can explain to you the path, pathways that are available to you and how to get started from the application process through graduation. Uh, stay astute, make sure that you are willing to stand up in those boots. It's not, it's not always easy. It's something that you have to put your mind and your heart to and to do um, what you need to do because it's a legacy. You're, you're presenting a legacy to your family, to your children, to your grandchildren, to show them once you walk across that stage with that degree. I don't care if it's an associate's degree. I don't care if it's CCAF. I have CCAF students that I teach, and that's even something that they implore and do. So stand up in those boots and go and get that education. Thank you, Ms. Janice Neal, our Director of Western Military Campuses at Webster University. If you want to leave a message and take a virtual tour, Webster is 365 online at www.webster.edu forward slash L-A-A-F-B. 310-607-8005. That's 310-607-8005. And no, Christina Silva show is complete without our prayer in closing from Dr. Elizabeth Small, who has a surprise about her next book. Dr. Elizabeth, would you tell us about your book briefly and take us away with prayer for a show we will always be thankful for? Oh, yes. Everyone, yes. I have my next book coming out and you will I'll keep you abreast. The title of the book, You Can. All Things Are Possible. You Can. All Things Are Possible. And it is great. It's 40 uh, I cans and it'll tell you that you can do whatever it is you want to do. It gives you a, a Bible verse and then it gives you application of someone that who's done exactly what you desire to do. The book is coming out um, sometime this year. Just look forward. It's not too long. Um, you can. All things are possible. And just uh, want to just let you know, I forgot to let you know my education was paid for through the military, my uh, civilian, my bachelor's, my two, no, my one master's and my doctorate. My second master's, I was a civilian, but they paid for my doctorate as well. So that's how much the military loves you. That's the Marine Corps, that's the Army, that's the Navy, the Air Force, the Coast Guard, the National Guard, the Army Reserves. They all have educational programs that ensure that you will become a success. 
In the name of Jesus, Father God, I would just like to thank you for the Miss Silver show. I ask that you bless this show in the name of Jesus, that this show will go internationally, Father God. Miss Silver has the blessing of God on her, Father God. Father God, open doors that no man can shut for the Miss Silver show. This show will be a change agent in 2021 because she has already leveled up to do all that you have called her to do. She is connecting herself to people of God. And she knows that you have put the military armed forces here on this earth to protect the earth, just like you have given the Holy Spirit to protect us. So, Father God, we just thank you and we praise you. Again, we just ask that you protect our military services. Father God, we just ask as the new administration come in, Father God, that you hold their arms up, Father God, that we we respect them as you respect them because we know, Father God, you have put them in office. And it's about respecting what you do in the name of Jesus, Father God. And as the people are leaving, just watch over them and keep them, Father God. We just ask that the protests and the things that's going on, Father God, we just ask that it just, just go away and cease. But Father God, if not, just make peace that passes all understanding be with us. But Father God, we know that you know all things. And the will is in your will and it's in your hands. And so, Father God, we're going to give it back to you. I like to give everything back to God. So, Father God, you say whatever we pray, leave it at the altar. So today we pray for peace in the United States of America. And again, I would like to thank Miss Silva and for Janice with her wonderful, beautiful heart for introducing me to Miss Silva. In Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, ladies, we are going down in royal history as obedient, which is better than sacrifice. Yeah. Enjoyed this decorated episode with our master sergeant retired of the United States Army and Dr. Elizabeth Small. But I get to call her Elizabeth. And to yes. Miss Janice, my bestie, Janice Neal, our education expert, her returning voice is a sacrifice we always appreciate on the Christina Silva Show. The voice of America has laced itself with Jesus and this show is going to save somebody. Remember, it's not bad to ask for help. It's the greatest gift to swallow your pride, especially when you stand up in your boots. If you need help, you can visit the VA crisis hotline at 800. That's 273-8255. 800-273-8255. Never be a quitter. Like Dr. Small says, but always be a returning listener to find creative resiliency solutions and know that a door that God opens, no man, no man can shut. We'll be back next week with the same uplifting empowerment and motivation for we time on the Christina Silva show at Voice America. Keep on listening and remember to give credit where credit is due. This show is dedicated to Janice Neal and we'll be back. So stay tuned and God bless America. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Christina Silva show. Be sure to check back for new episodes every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you soon and Semper Fi. Mm-hmm.